It's that time, the Betting Predators Podcast, where our main objective is hunting down the best bets for you. I'm your host, Sleepy J. You guys can find me on Twitter at SleepyJ underscore pregame. Joined here by the basketball fanatic, Uncle Dave. You guys can find him on Twitter as well at Dave underscore Essler. And you can find us both on the best sports betting information site on the web, pregame.com. All right, guys, we're going to talk a little bit of college basketball for your Thursday. Uncle Dave and I, we highlighted a game that we want to go ahead and talk about here. We're going to have Oregon. They're going to be on the road here at Arizona State. Interesting line in this one. Arizona State here, Uncle Dave, they're going to be right around minus two, minus two and a half, a total of 151. Did that line surprise you at all? I mean, yes and no. I mean, I like Arizona State. I bet Arizona State. And, you know, to me, there's a lot of little things that kind of add up to one big thing to bet on Arizona State. You know, first you have to ask yourself, why Oregon opened minus one and a half, and now the Sun Devils are minus two in most places, in spite of the ticket count that is heavily in favor of the Ducks. And actually, I think I just looked at a pinnacle. It's minus two and a half. So, so that's fairly telling. And there's some, some other, I think, some simple explanations. You know, ASU hasn't played in 10 days, but the Ducks haven't played in five. But I think more importantly to me, Sleepy, this is only Oregon's fourth road game all season and their first one in over a month. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of big on with this COVID situation when teams get out of their comfort zone and travel. And so that would be a, a, a check against Oregon. And the Ducks also play Arizona Saturday. So, I mean, that's obviously a bigger game, if you will. So this maybe is not the best focus spot. Then you look at Oregon, and they'll probably be without two key guys. Uh, Eric Williams, he's been in quarantine, and he's questionable. He may play, I suppose. But, you know, if he plays, he can't be 100%. And Chris Duarte is doubtful. They've got some ancillary players that are out too. So, I mean, that makes them fairly thin off the bench, not to mention a couple of starters that may or may not play, which I think that thinness would be magnified by the fact that Arizona State plays super fast. I mean, I just wear somebody down. And, you know, you look at ASU, they don't have the greatest one-loss record. They don't have bad losses. I mean, they, they do show up. And they just beat Stanford at home. They almost beat Arizona. And then I looked at in conference play, they turn teams over more than anyone. And then on the flip side of that, they protect the ball more than anyone, which surprised me a little bit. So, you know, I add up all those little things. And, of course, the, the market kind of put me onto that, but I won't just follow the market blindly. Then I started looking. Well, I think the market's right. So got to tell you, I like Arizona State here, Sleepy. Yeah, I mean, you know when it takes a, Uncle David a little bit of digging to start, you know, telling the story of, you know, what this line is and, and then, you know, what this game could could eventually end up looking like. And I think that once people started digging into this line and digging into the game last night, you know, they started to see a little bit of a clearer picture where, you know, I think the odds makers, I mean, you could say what you want about Oregon, but I mean, to me, I think Oregon's a fraud team. I know they have a, a nice looking record at, at 10 and four and they, you know, at one time held the top 25 ranking. But I mean, as you had mentioned, you know, some of the teams that they've beaten this year, it's just not all that impressive. I mean, they, they really beat the bottom the bottom feeders of the Pac-12. And then if you take a look, you know, with their road schedule, as you had mentioned as well, you know, it's like they haven't really played a, a tough road game in, in quite some time. And Arizona State, not a bad team. Yeah, their record is 6-8 and eight on the season. But uh, we know that, that that team actually has some pretty good players. And, you know, speaking of Oregon players, you know, being out, you know, we're not healthy. This is like, it's going to be a big step up in class. And the fact that you think Arizona State is going to win a lot of the little things, I actually think, you know, Oregon coming here on the road, 
that they're going to need to win the big things. And, and quite simply, you know, if you look at them statistically, uh, free throw attempts are 264th in the nation. You got to get to the line, you know, when you're on the road. They're not a good assisting team, 225 in the nation, and they're not a good rebounding team either. I think they're like right around 250, 260 in rebounds. So, you know, if you can't get to the free throw line, you can't assist the basketball, you can't rebound, um, you, you haven't been on the road in quite some time. Um, you know, you're beating kind of more or less bottom feeders in this conference, and now you're going on the road against an Arizona State team who, you know, quite honestly, they're going to be hungry because they haven't played in a while. And I think that Oregon more than likely is probably going to have their hands full with Arizona. And I think the more that people probably dug into this game, they started to figure that, you know, it was the wrong team favored. So um, I wouldn't be against your play here with Arizona State. I have no problem, you know, backing guys like Remy Martin, uh, especially at home. All right, so that'll wrap up that game. Looks like Arizona State will be the, the side that myself and Uncle Dave will land on. Uncle Dave, why don't you talk about uh, some of these early games that we have today? We got uh, Longwood going today, but there is actually a big game today in the Big Ten. You got Purdue, 24. They're going to be on the road here at Minnesota. Minnesota, 12-7 and seven on the season right now. I'm seeing a line, Minnesota minus three, a total of around 139. I don't know if I agree that Minnesota should be the favorite in this game. Did you happen to look at that one? I did, Sleepy, and, you know, I've been watching that line all morning, and it was interesting that uh, it was up to three and a half, but it was, I think, minus uh, minus three and a half, like plus 103 or something like that, and that's kind of a, a dead giveaway at Pinnacle that maybe Minnesota isn't the easiest bet here. I mean, it, it's obvious that Minnesota's always been one of those teams you want to bet on at home and, and fade on the road, but, you know, nothing is forever. And, you know, I look at Minnesota and, you know, they've won three and lost six of their last nine games. So, I mean, I just, I just don't know. Uh, and, and I think people will look at that game and say, well, you know, I think 11 days ago, Purdue whacked the crap out of them uh, in Purdue. So, well, that means Minnesota's going to beat them at home. They have the whole revenge thing going on. But, you know, I have to wonder, you know, Minnesota, you know, Ken Palm ranks in 32nd, Purdue uh, 22nd, and Purdue's been playing well. You know, there, there are only uh, two losses since uh, pretty much the early January were uh, Michigan at home, which is understandable, and at one point loss at Maryland, and Maryland's one of those teams that, you know, they can, they can beat anyone or lose to anyone. But I think the thing about Purdue, they're super young. I think they're the 331st youngest team in the nation. I think there's 342. I'm sure somebody will correct me if I'm wrong there. But those teams tend to get better, obviously, as the season goes along. You know, Matt Painter is a good coach. And if you look at it, yeah, you know, when they turned the calendar to 2021, uh, Purdue was 7-5. and five, But they didn't have any bad losses. You know, they lost to Clemson, Miami, Iowa. Rockers, Illinois, you know, all pretty good teams. And since then, as I said, they've gotten better. You know, they, they beat Michigan State on the road. They beat Indiana on the road. They beat Ohio State on the road. So beating Minnesota here is not out of the question. So I'm, uh, I'm thinking the obvious play on Minnesota might be the wrong play, and I, I do lean to produce Sleepy. You know, one of the things that I've noticed with this Minnesota team is that sometimes it seems like they can't get out of their own way that they need everything to kind of go right. I mean, if you look at them statistically, they're just, they struggle in a lot of areas. You know, when you're in the 300 rankings out of all the teams in college basketball, that's not good. I mean, you're, you're basically pulling up the rear 
you severely lack, you know, in certain areas. And, and Minnesota does, you know, in a, in a few key areas, you know, one of the problems that they have is they just foul teams uh, way too much. They're 312th in the nation putting teams on the line. And that always will keep a team, you know, in the game. Their, their field goal percentage is absolutely terrible at 306. Their three-point field goal percentage is 309. So, you know, if they, sh- if they struggle to shoot threes, you know, they struggle to keep teams off the line and their rebounds, you know, it's it's something that that they really need to clean up. That's been hurting them. Now they're like almost 300th in the nation in that. So so it just seems like some of the little things that, that I've noticed with that team, especially when I go through and I look at them, um, it just seems to plague them game after game. And I'm not necessarily sure, you know, that they're going to be able to step up here. And I think this will be a step up in class for them as well. And as you had mentioned, you know, yeah, you 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 lost against Purdue and, and you know, could we – could we really use the revenge factor here, you know, for them? I guess we can, but, you know, sometimes teams just don't match up well against teams. And when you get beat by 19 points, you know, that that, that would be a, a little bit of a concern for me. You know, Purdue out-rebounded them by 17. As I had mentioned, you know, Minnesota struggles to go ahead and get rebounds. Um, that That's not going to help them. And, and they put, you know, Purdue on the line 13 more times, so. You know, if, if that continues, and like I said, you know, Minnesota sometimes, you know, they just can't get out of their own way. And when you're in the 300s, you know, those stats, they tend to show up again and again and again. That's There's a reason why you're in the 300s because you're just not good in those areas. And it could come down to, you know, basically those two areas again in which either Purdue wins this game or I, I would probably just play Purdue on the money line. Uh, I think there's a good chance that they come in here confident they could beat this Minnesota team and just repeat their last performance. I don't like to have to wager on teams, Uncle Dave, that, that have to clean up rankings that are in the 300s. It's just it's hard to do because it's just they they simply can't do it. So um, I would look towards Purdue in this one as well. I would probably just go ahead and play them on the money line. I think they are I think they are the better team in this one. Anything else, Uncle Dave? Or- yeah, yeah, there's a lot of interesting line moves out there, and I haven't fired on any of them, but – you know, Colorado at Stanford, I mean, that's a little odd. You know, Colorado is, is clearly the better team, but, you know, the money seems to be going on Stanford. Um, and, and I get why Stanford's been playing well. It, 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 it is a road game. Yeah, and then also in the Pac-12, and this is an early game, uh, early 6 p.m. Uh, Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. You know, Utah at Cal, and Utah opens six, and it's down to, I think it's, four and a half and it's a week four and a half in a lot of places you know the, the tickets are on cal but you know somebody might know something there because you know i think on paper there's a bigger discrepancy between those two teams so you know there's some some interesting line moves and you're gonna have to ask yourself is the market right or is my work right but those line moves both of them are enough to make me uh probably not take utah and probably not take Colorado you know again here we go with uh with home teams in conference play and you know this year has been a little different but over the course of history um it's tough for me to back road teams in conference play so you know I think there's something going on with both those games and I would be surprised if both Utah and Colorado won and or covered to be honest with you all right well a little bit of basketball talk for us today give out a couple plays there if you guys haven't checked out the other podcast that I did with Dan Rivera and Smooth, we previewed one NBA and one college basketball game. Make sure you guys go ahead and check that out. Make sure you guys follow us on 
bettingpredators.com, pregame.com. Follow us on Twitter. You guys can get me at sleepyj underscore pregame. You can get Uncle Dave at Dave underscore Essler. With that said, I'd like to wish you guys all the best of luck today. Enjoy the games. <laughs>